everyone, and welcome to another episode of the United Spurs of America podcast. It's your boys, Michael Ramirez and Jacob Ballraven, back with another episode. And Jacob, got a lot to talk about today. Jam-packed episode. First off, another North London Derby win. Pre-season, yet we all we always love a win over the over the Gooners. <laughs> you you caught me off guard with the Gooners. Oh, that was great. <laughs> Oh my God! Um, North London's white, my friend, as it as it usually is these days. It's always lily white. I mean, I can't think of a time in my beloved life that it wasn't lily white. And even if it wasn't lily white, it is lily white. If you know what I'm saying. So yes, um, this is one of those games. It doesn't matter if it's a preseason friendly. It ain't friendly, baby. Exactly. Alley was out there fucking giving, and he was taken. And I, I, I like I liked it. I like to see it. So really, really fun game overall. Youngman's son, of course, you know, flexing, flexing that third leg he's got. So love to see it. Jaffet Tanganga with the assist. Beautiful game. He did have a knock there at the end. And I hope that I hope that it's not something serious. But yeah, man, it was a fun game. Had a great time. It, it definitely was, man. One nil Tottenham wins over Arsenal. Um, earlier a few days, uh, a few days back, we're recording this a little bit late. I apologize since I was on my bachelor party. Yeah. Yeah. Let them know. Uh, I was on my, to take a few days off from the pod. I apologize, but yes, my friend, uh, Sonny pulled out the cock rocket one nil win, um, player of the game. Is it, is it, does it have to be Sonny for you? I'm gonna go Jaff at Tanganga. Okay. I think, I think he showed great things that, that are very similar of things that he showed versus Man City versus Liverpool that, you know, we've come to find with, with Jaffet and man, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm big on the guy and I love Jaffet and I think that he has a great future ahead of him. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with Sonny just because he did score um, obviously the only goal and the game winner, but I agree, man. Tanganga looked really, really good out there. I'll get into why I think he's so good when we, uh, you know, we talk a little bit later about previewing the Man City game. But uh, I thought Skippy, Oliver Skip, was also phenomenal once again playing alongside Hoybier in that midfield. And you already mentioned it, my friend, but I think this was Deli Alley's best performance of preseason um, by far. He was a boss in that midfield three. Um, he was playing a little bit further up the pitch from Hoybier and and Skippy. And I think that's just where he thrives, man. He got to get, to get forward a little bit more, show his creativity as well. Sonny played well. The front four, dude, right now, this front four that we've got going on, Son, Lucas, Bergvine, and Delhi. I think it's what you're going to see, um, I believe, against City. But I think this is really where you got to see pretty much all of their strengths combined into one complete performance. Bergvine was good. Once again, he was always showed his technical ability time and time again throughout the match. I thought this was a really, really good game for that front four and the midfield, especially. And another guy I'm going to give a shout out real quick, Jacob, um, before I let you get into it, Davinson Sanchez. I actually thought he had a decent game. I thought it was his best preseason performance as well. He looked pretty good back there on the back line. I don't want to make too many assumptions, but he he was decent. I don't know if you agree. I 
think his performance showed what we've always known about Davinson Sanchez. It's that he can be good, but he can also be horrid. And I think that that's a fine line you 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 walk when you're a center back, in my my opinion, anyway. To his credit, he he's a very talented defender. I mean, that we paid what forty million for the guy. That was back then like one of our record signings, if I'm not mistaken. So, to me, um, you know, I've never been high on Sanchez. If you've listened to any of the other episodes, but you know, I, I think that he's a solid choice. Joe Rodon is my is still my center back of choice for that open position. Um, I think it's going to be solidified with Romero, obviously, with the number four. It looks looks nice. Still weird. Still a little weird seeing someone else wearing number four, but I think the same thing happened with number five. You just you fell in love with the player again and makes you fall in love with the number in a different way. And yeah, man, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think uh, for me, the game anyway, uh, I, I, I like to think that the front four is thriving to show that, hey, like we're still capable. I mean, Lucas Mora had, he, in my opinion, he was the MVP of the, of the preseason. Every goal essentially that we scored, he had a hand in or a foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just think that it just showed that he's still a quality player that we can utilize. And quite frankly, I'm, I'm very happy for the guy. I love Lucas Mora. Um, he's frustrating as hell, kind of like a Eric Lamella, but you know, it's, it, it's good to see us winning. It's good to see it. I'm just so fucking excited for the beginning of the league to start. I'm, I can't even tell you. 9.30 a.m., baby, it's going down on Sunday. It is, it is. And we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, I agree with you, man. Lucas has been our best player this preseason. I think he's been the most consistent this preseason as well. Um, you saw players like Deli and Bergvine a little bit inconsistent throughout um, throughout those matches. Uh, I would say the only other really consistent players that I think I saw this preseason was Sonny in the games that he did play, Hoybeer and Skippy. Um, those guys have really, really shown how talented they truly are and how important that they can be for this team. I say can basically for Skippy because we don't know how much he's actually going to play um, within Nuno's plans, but we already know that Sonny and Hoybeer are going to be playing every game that they possibly can. Um, But if Skippy does end up playing consistent minutes, you're going to see why because he's earned it and i think that he has earned these minutes um definitely at least to be an impact sub consistently every game but i think there's a case for him to to make in the starting 11 when we when, when sunday comes around um all right speaking of sunday well real quick any I, final I any final to, thoughts i wanted to touch on from preseason skip real quick okay um i thought that in this game it was a very tough and physical game and i was personally really interested to see how he would handle that physical contact you know what i mean because in a in in a rivalry game it's just a little bit deeper of an elbow you give it's a little bit more of a shove and i I thought he responded really well i was i was quite impressed with how he responded to what i would say is kind of just big man contact in sport and he's just a mature player like he's i think think he's just ahead of his 
Uh, I, I was just going to say, I think that Norwich loan like did numbers for the man's overall development. I think. Yeah, that... And confidence as well. When you have a really good season like that in a, mm-hmm. in a decent, uh, decent league, when you're named to the team of the year 11, it's got to give you some ultimate confidence. Obviously you won the league as well. Get to hold that trophy up. I agree, man. I thought it did a lot for his confidence and, the championships and his development. Don't push over league either. Exactly. A lot of yep. really good studs come out of there. And there's reason why a team like bloody Leeds, they fucking come up and look, I mean, they, they finished above Arsenal. So what's up? You know what I mean? It's like, you, you never know what you're going to get. And I'm, I'm curious to see, um, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see Brentford. I like the Ivan Tony. I honestly mm-hmm. wanted us to sign him if they didn't get promoted. Yep. But yeah, I'm, I'm real curious to see. I, I like watching the championship just because it's like, Hey, who might we be playing next year? You know what I mean? Who, who might come up that we're going to be playing. And, and I think Ollie had a great year with Norwich and they're, they're, an okay team you know what i mean to their credit they're an okay team in the premier league and yeah man i'm just so i'm so excited i could talk on and on about other teams and just looking forward to to getting my hands going and watching some fucking football bro i'm so excited um so speaking of this next week well i guess ahead of this week's uh matchup against man city to open up the premier league season um you know Kane's situation still isn't 100% sweated out just yet. Um, haven't really received any major news over the last few days, but he did release a statement um, earlier last week. It was f- about four days ago um, to this point when we're recording. But uh, I'll go ahead and read it out. This is from Harry Kane, or I don't know who actually wrote it, if it was him or someone else. But I mean, this was we, a statement that he released. I feel like at this point, if if you know what's going on with Harry Kane, you've you've heard what the man said, right? Or we we got to get it on the record for the pod. Okay. We got to get on the record. I'll accept. The I'll accept that. So here's what he says: It's almost ten years since I made my Spurs debut. For every one of those years, you, the fans, have shown me total support and love. That's why it hurts to read some of the comments and have been made this week. That have been made this week. Excuse me, questioning my professionalism. I won't go into the specifics of the situation. I want to clarify that I would never and have never refused to train. I'll be returning to the club tomorrow as planned. This was four days ago. I wouldn't do anything to jeopardize the relationship I have with the fans who have given me such unwavering support during my time with the club. This has always been the case as it is today, Harry. So obviously there's not too much to unpack there. He's basically saying that he never refused to train. He's coming back on time as apparently everyone ex- has expected um, and he would never do anything to jeopardize his relationship with us, the fans. Look, man, I think the part about him coming back on time is BS because Nuno didn't comment. Say, oh no, he's coming back as we planned. Didn't say that in his statement at his press conference. The club haven't come out and said anything that he's coming as planned. Um, it just, I don't know. I feel like he's trying to take a little bit of a step back at what he did do. And I think he realized that it, it was wrong of him to, to sit out of training this week. You know what he actually did do? I agree with you. He definitely, it's a backpedal what he just did because this came out and I don't think the timing is irrelevant either. It came out right when Jack Relish was signed. 
I mean, it came out the next day or later that day. So for me, a major backpedal. He brought the fans into it. This was obviously a career choice that he made. And now he's, or, or giving him the benefit of the doubt, whoever side you see this from, giving him the benefit of the doubt, you'd say, okay, maybe he did communicate this with the club, but you're right. I mean, you bring up good points that the head coach would have been like, well, we planned for him to be on Saturday. You know, he was more just like, I'm not going to comment on that because it's a fucking issue. And he said, we are going to deal with the matter internally. We're not going to like make any public statements. I think, like, I well, think how would you got... need to deal with anything internally if there's nothing to deal with? If you, he's coming back as planned, mm-hmm. you know what Correct. I mean? Absolutely. And, and, and that's what I find so strange is he says this, right? And he brings the fans into it. And it's only because, you know, he was seeing the things online. People have turned against the man. There's a lot of Tottenham people that are very upset with Harry Kane and what he did. And honestly, man, I'm so fucking torn. Like part of me is like sides with the angry fans and the other side of me, I I can't not love the man for what he's done for the club. You know, I I do think at this point it's spoiled though. I think it's sour. I think that, um, you know, he's, he's definitely burned a bridge with, with a group of fans. And I mean, if there's anything that there's out there, it's fucking Tottenham fans ready to be mad at something. Right. Yep. And I think he just poured gasoline on the fire that was already burning that he started really, because I think there was also people that, you know, were like taking his side and this comes out and it's like, Oh, well actually it's Saturday or actually it's not. And, the team sees it as an issue and everyone's reporting on it and it's just man there's something going on and i think it um yeah i think it there's a lot more to it than we've been given the privilege to know but for me at this point i'm just ready to for it to be resolved whatever happens whether he fucking plays for us or he fucking doesn't and he plays for man city i don't give a shit give us laporte and give me 100 mil and Laporte and be done with it. I'm willing to take 100 mil. That's 30 million off what I said last week. So give me 100 mil and Laporte, and I'll put fucking Laporte and Romero back there. That'd be a great, a fantastic. I mean, I mean, come on, right? Like yeah. that would be a great partnership. So that'd be cool if that can happen. But if not, just. I, I don't know. There's also, the, did you see the thing about like Youngman's son liking the post on Instagram about like how many trophies Tottenham has as a franchise and how many trophies, like, I, I don't even remember the stat, but it's basically like very obvious that I think even Sonny's not happy with the guy. And that's just sad. If Sonny's mad at you, you, you don't fucked up. Um, all this, like this, just this entire saga has made a lot of Tottenham fans appreciate and love Sonny even more, which I love for the guy. Um, Obviously, he signed a new deal this summer. He extended his contract um, even further, I believe, to like 2026 or something like that. So obviously, he's going to be here for a while, and he committed his future to the club, and he was saying that, you know, he loves the fans. He's so glad to have him back, and he's, uh, he's so grateful for this club and everything that it's done for him. You just got, you got to feel 
happy for the guy. And, you know, there was one thing that I saw on Twitter the other day and I'd like, I didn't want to read too much into it. And like, I didn't want to read it, see it this way, but there was a tweet that said, um, I don't ever see Harry Kane pointing to the badge and he's supposedly one of our own, but Sonny points to it nearly every time he scores a goal. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, obviously the players are going to are going to catch our emotions and we're going to get attached to certain players. That just makes you attached even more. And that's that's one of the big reasons why I love Sonny is because how much he loves us and he loves loves the club. The love just pours out of that man. I mean, you mm-hmm. look at his smile and you can't help but smile inside because he just makes you feel good. That's my favorite player of all time. I mean, I, I love Youngman's son. I think he embodies everything that that I love to see, right? It's a guy yeah. from a country where, I mean, there's all types of uh, political issues with North Korea and South Korea. And he comes from a small country. There's not that many. I mean, how, how many South Korean Premier League players can you name? Sonny, and that's about it. Of it, it. That's my point exactly, is that I think he's just come out of nowhere and been a sensational, sensational, excuse me. Sensational. Oh, correct. It's it's just beautiful. And he plays the game with such happiness. Even Nuno, Nuno Esperanto. Even he. Espirito. 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 I'm, I got to work on... I was watching ESPN FC and then they were giving everyone shit because they were just calling him Nuno because it was easier than calling yeah. him Nuno. As, so I've, I've been trying to work on it, honestly, because I want to say it like the most politically correct way. But at the same time, my man NES, I think uh, he alluded to to just how infectious that happy smile that that attitude can be and it's just yep. great to watch. He gives us something to be thankful for every every game, every training practice when they release the photos. I love the man. Uh, I do too, man. I love him. All of them till the day I die. I really will. From one winger to the next, though, from the left wing will go possibly towards the 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 future right wing of Tottenham Hotspur. Um, there was big breaking news over the weekend from uh, our boy Ali Gold over at football.london that uh, Inter Milan had agreed a fee for around 60 million pounds I thought 70. from Tottenham. It was 70 euros, 70 million euros, around mm. 60 million pounds accepted by Inter Milan from Tottenham for Lautaro Martinez. Forward for Inter Milan. And let me tell you, Jacob, when I saw this breaking news, I was trashed in Vegas. It was early in the morning. It was like 5 a.m. I remember that. I text. saw this. I, I saw this breaking news about us agreeing a fee for Lautaro Martinez, and I was over the moon. And then I was let down because apparently they are reconsidering the offer due to obviously Romelu Lukaku being transferred to to Chelsea so they're losing one of their big strikers uh, apparently they don't want to lose their other obvious you know obviously you don't want to lose both of your star strikers the thing about this though is that 
you know, we don't know what's going to happen. It's kind of a waiting game. Inter's financial situation is apparently really, really bad. They've already sold Hakimi for more than 60 million sold uh, euros to PSG. And then, oh, that's right. That's right. And then now they've sold Lukaku to Chelsea for around 113 million uh, euros. It's, and they're still considering selling their other star striker. That's how bad it's getting over there, apparently. I mean, but, it's um, bad in a lot of places. I mean, just look at Messi. Look how yeah. messy that situation became. Yep. But uh, apparently they want to play him. This is reports coming out of Tottenham that they want to play him alongside Harry Kane. They're, they're, they're still adamant that, they're, that we're going to keep Harry Kane. We're going to play him up top, and we'll either play with a two-striker system or Martinez can play on, on the, uh, the right wing as well. And, dude... If we had a front three of Son, Kane, and Martinez, I would I would come on the spot. I'm gonna be honest. That is how talented and wow. impressive he has already been in Milan. There was uh, apparently an agreed fee earlier this year from Barcelona for Lautaro Martinez, but um, he switched agents, so talks broke down, and they the new agent wanted a, a whole reconstructed deal and obviously now Barcelona is in such a bad state that it's not even a possibility anymore but dude Lautaro Martinez I know you you play FIFA some I don't know if you've ever played him played with him on ultimate team um I think that's where most people know him from that don't really watch Syria but dude this guy is one of Inter Milan's most talented players obviously as I stated Barcelona were interested in him Barcelona is not just interested in anybody. Uh, this guy's a real deal, man. He, you know, he's like I already said, he can play on up top or on the right wing as well. I think it's just a versatile option that can be one of the most. It has the potential. I'll, I'll put it this way: it has the potential to be one of the best signings in recent history in the Premier League. I'm I'm interested to see if it'll happen. I've been seeing a lot of mixed reports about it happening or not happening. Mm-hmm. I, with or without Kane, I will say I'm welcoming of a a, a large signing for a striker. Yeah. Hell, I would even take a Kane for like an Erling Holland swap or Kellen Mbappe. I'd prefer Holland over Mbappe if you ask me, but. I, I just think that w- we need it with Kane or without Kane. It doesn't matter. We need it. And I think contractually we have to say it's with Kane, obviously, because we have him yep. for three more years. Uh, you know, I'm cool with it. I remember the text you sent it super fucking early. And hell, I, I, legends will say that that's why you rallied so hard in Vegas was because probably because of, you know, just just the rumor of this man. So, I'm, I'm hey, look, in. 17 goals this past season in Syria. Obviously, they won the league. Inter Milan uh, did year before 14 goals. Like this guy knows how to produce. He had six assists last year. Three before that. The year before that. Excuse me. Um, he's one of the the most talented players, right? Young players right now in Europe. He's a super young player, man. That's the other thing about him. He's only 23 years old. And if, if we get wow. someone like this that early to where he could be the potential to be one of the next superstars in the Premier League, 
you got to go for it. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to see how this all plays out. We're about to find out how bad Inter's financial situation is. They just signed Edin Dzeko today from Roma. They now have an additional striker. There's rumors that they might get Zapata from Atalanta as well. If they get him, does that open a door for Lautaro Martinez to actually come to Spurs? You know, that's that's the question that I think I'm just waiting to see. And, and, and we're all waiting to find out. I did see something on Twitter saying that both of the teams have already agreed. It's just a matter of us coming to personal terms with the player. Yeah, so, but now they're reconsidering uh, the offer just because of yeah, the Lukaku deal. Fuck that. I know. Um, Chelsea just keeps finding ways to fuck us, even when they're, even when we're not playing them. Would you take Lukaku? Man. Would you take Lukaku? Oh yeah, in a heartbeat. I would take. I would take Lukaku in a heartbeat. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Well, I think that I will... think he's going to be very good for Chelsea, and I am very sad that it's not going to be Werner up top, skying tap-ins, and I'm instead gonna it's going to be Lukaku I'm burying gonna, him. I'm going to miss it. They were great because it's just you always knew. Man, he's so pacey. He's so fast. He just gets behind those defenders and sky. And then he doesn't know what to do with it. Rockets in flight. Shall we move on though mm-hmm. to the? Uh, the main, the main dish tonight on this fine, fine podcast. All right, all right. We have a game this week, my friends. We have the, mm. we have a match this week to preview, and it's not preseason either. Um, all right, talking opening up the Premier now. League this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday morning in the United States, Sunday afternoon slash evening in the UK. Tottenham Hotspur versus Manchester City, Week One in the Premier League, my friend. We're starting now with a bang. It's at home at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. It's going to be a tough one. Obviously, the the reigning Premier League champions. There's like- obviously that drama with Kane. There's a little bit of a of a, a rivalry recently, in my opinion, between us. And we're a team that usually knocks them off. I'm, I'm interested to see how this game's going to play out this weekend. I will say that I like getting this one over with from the jump because this is i would just prefer that it was away to be honest because i feel like if you can get away man city you know week one week two i mean you don't want that in the last weeks i'll say that way um but no, I'm 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 just I don't know what to expect with this. You know, we're gonna try and pick our eleven here, but I just really don't know what to expect. Yeah, there. I think there's a little. There's some question marks in the eleven. I think for the most part, I think we have a good idea of who's going to be starting this weekend. Um, there's just like I said, a few question marks throughout throughout the formation, throughout the squad that I think are obviously going to be answered on on Sunday. Shall we get into it, my friend? Predicted 11 before we dive into specifics? Go, go. All right, I'll start it off. So, obviously, I'm going to go Hugo and goal. Big Daddy Hugo, club captain. I have him in net, and we'll go right back. I'm going with Jaffa Tengenga. I think he's proved this past preseason match against Arsenal that he's the real deal. Obviously, had that assist against um arsenal played sunny through was a really really good um good sequence he shielded the ball off of a of an arsenal defender 
kind of cut back and obviously pulled it back to Sun, who who slammed it home. But I think Tanganga had the the best performance of preseason for me this past game as well. I think he's proved that he belongs in the eleven and that he's not going to roll over like any other squad player. I think he's ready, man. As of right now, unless we sign another right back, I need to see Tanganga starting from now on. All right. Now, for the center back pairing, this is where there's one question mark. I'm going to go with Romero, and I think that Nuno is just going to surprise people. I have a feeling that Nuno has – he's kind of creating the speculation right now about whether or not Romero is going to play. He's at the end of his recovery from the injury he picked up in the Copa America final. I think that Nuno pulls one up his sleeve. I think he's pissed about Pep talking about Harry Kane at Man City press conferences. And I think he wants to kind of play some mind games this weekend. I'm going with Romero and Sanchez as the other center back. Um, that I think that's the center back pairing that Nuno's going to go with. Sanchez proved himself like we had already talked about against Arsenal. He had a very good match. We're going Regulon, obviously Reggie at left back. And then I'm, I'm happy to say that I am very confident, very confident, I'll put on the record right now, I think Koybier and Skippy start in the middle of the pitch. I think Oliver Skip earns his first start of the season with the rest of the squad. And I think we're going to see Delhi just, just in front of him. If Skippy does not start, I think it's going to be Gio. Gio had a, he was another one that had a, a really good game against Arsenal as well. If you don't see Skippy there, I think you're going to see Gio, but I'm going to go Delhi as well. And then front three, Bergvine, Lucas, and Son. I don't think Harry Kane starts. I think he comes on as a sub. Okay. Okay. I like to see it because that's where my second question mark was, was about Harry Kane. I just think the dynamic right now, bro, with this front four, the chemistry that they're starting to develop and the way we really, you know, cut out Arsenal a few times. I know we only won, we only won one nil, but I thought we created a lot of chances. I thought there was some really, really good sequences within that front four. I think Nuno sticks with that right now and then brings Harry Kane in just because maybe fitness levels as well. We don't know how match fit Harry is right now. I mean, he was just he was just in the keys. Exactly. So, all right. For my 11, obviously, big Hugo, Hugo Papi Loris is in net 1000 percent. I think I think Pierre Luigi, whatever his name is, I think he's going to be on the bench. Luigi (laughs) Gallini Gallini. My fault. Um, I had some pizza today, so I'm feeling extra spicy. so I got Hugo in net, and I've got Jaffa Tanganga right back. That's, of course, because how great he is and how high I am on the man. But also, I think it's because every time we play City, he fucking shuts down Raheem Sterling. He just does. He always does. Raheem Sterling is invisible the entire game because of Jaffa Tanganga. And he was one of the, the few players who had a, a good outing last time we played City in our 3-0 loss. Mm-hmm. He was one of the ones who did have a very Sterling solid performance. Sterling didn't score, if I recall. No, it was Gundogan because he ended Davinson Sanchez's life that game. That was not good. I think Gundogan had two goals that 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 match. But either way, so I got Jaffa at right back, and then my center back pairing. I don't think Romelu is going to play. I don't think that he's going to be ready. So what I think, unfortunately, cool. is going to – not not Romelu. We were talking about Romelu Lukaku. Romelu. 
We're talking about Romelu Lukaku. Yeah, man, we're going to have Lukaku starting in the back. I mixed up my Romies. Um, So I don't think Romero's going to play. I don't think he's going to be fit. I don't think he's going to have enough time with the squad. I think we'll see him in the second game. Maybe he's on the bench. Maybe he comes on just to get some minutes. Um, I'd love to see the mind games. Fuck Pep Guardiola. I've seen so much bullshit come out of his corner. Um, So I think it's going to be Dyer and Sanchez, unfortunately. I don't see what other choice we have. It's definitely not going to be Carter Vickers. Um, And then I think at left back, you have Sergio Reguilón, of course. I think um, just because of how much we've seen this preseason, Skip and Hoybier, well, not necessarily together, but Skip in, in general, I think that he's going to get the start. I think him, it's going to be him and Hoybier in that holding defensive mid position. I also just I hope he doesn't the other do something reason... stupid and put fucking Winks in there instead. I hope he no, doesn't. No, I don't. I honestly think Nuno, just like Mourinho did, Mourinho was quoted saying how he's going to be a future club captain. I think Nuno's really impressed with with Skippy, man. That's the other reason why I think that he's going to start. There's a reason he's been playing a lot in preseason. 374 minutes exact, if I remember correctly. There was a whole ass post from Tottenham about it, but mm-hmm. he's I think he's the real deal, man. He's talented. There, there's multiple managers who have seen it now, mm-hmm. and you're you're gonna see. I think I think Skippy's starting. I mean, Norwich wanted to keep him, so I think that speaks for something anyway, which they obviously feel like he's Premier League ready. I think he's Premier League ready. I think he solidified that, in my opinion, uh, from this Arsenal game because, like I said, I was just – I was wanting to see his physicality out there, and he fucking stood with it, so I love to see it. Um, So I have them in my holding midfield. Then I'm – I think you're right with the front four of Delhi. Lucas, Berge, and Son. I think we've just seen it a lot in this preseason, and it's worked. I think I don't. I don't even know if Kane makes the eighteen. I wouldn't be surprised to see Scarlett on the bench. Well, Nuno did say that he's going to be ready and available for Sunday, so he's going to be involved in some way. You're probably yeah. I mean, you're right. I I wouldn't mind seeing Scarlett. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, man. So I like. Like, like we said, there are some question marks. We had one difference in our 11. I, I really hope Eric Dyer's not starting in our lineup this weekend. If he is, he's going to get exposed by De Bruyne, fucking Jesus if he plays, everyone, Sterling, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's not going to matter, any, man. Anyone on their bench is going to expose that center back pairing. That is a horrendous center back pairing. It's going to be unfortunate, but I think that's the reality of the world we live in today. I hope we're going to wake up. Sunday morning and see that Romero is in the 11. Wouldn't it be nice? I'm hyped, man. This Sunday, it begins. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of positivity from this pod and more specifically myself after the season ended for this, you know, expectations for this next season, but I'm liking what I'm seeing from Nuno. Um, I think Sonny is in great form right now. We we added a very talented midfielder in in Oliver Skip. We added we added one of the best center backs in the world in Christian Romero. I think there's a few more moves to make in this transfer window. The, we're not. Go, I don't think the squad that you're going to see this weekend is going to be the same squad you're going to see by September 1st. But it'll be interesting to see, man. 
the only thing we can do is wait at this point. Any final thoughts, my friend? Come on, you Spurs. For the love of God, come on. I mean, come on. My, one my last wife, thing. I do have one last thing before you okay. go. My wife said there's no way in hell we win. So if we I don't win, blame her, but I don't blame her. Either. I don't know. We'll see. If we'll we, see. If we my, get three points, I'm going to, I'm going to scream very loud and scare my child. I need a, at least a draw. I'll be okay with a draw. Oh yeah. But happy I would be, ex- I would be ecstatic with, a I'm win. expecting a loss. I mean, yeah, I'll put it, so I'll put it that way. So I'm I. expecting a loss, a draw. I'll be happy. A win um, through the roof. One last quick tidbit. Uh, Tangi and Dombele is apparently considering his future at the club. That's another question mark that we really don't know. And the answer to right now hasn't been involved in the 18 in any of our, our preseason matches. Nuno said that he's not in the right uh, place right now to, to be game ready. Don't know what the fuck that means, but it can't be good. So end them long daddy. Stay. If you're hearing this, please stay. I and love, please, please. I love so much. Just, uh, the only reason why I'm worried about it, man, is that this is the th- the third manager in a row who have had some sort of problems with Endombele. That's not great. I agree. I agree, but I'm not so quick to jump on the on the narrative that there's some kind of issue there. Um, I I tend to side with the fact that he's a human first and foremost. Um, the man just had his first child. You know, he's a young guy, young French dude living in the UK. That can't be easy. He just had a first kid. I wouldn't be surprised if he's not in the right frame of mind. He probably wants to be with his fucking family. So I I, I don't blame the man if that's the case. I'm highly understanding of that. Um, it's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. I would have loved to see. I'd rather see Tongi in there for, instead of Delhi, if I'm honest. Just because of what I think Tongi has to give to the game, I think. Yes, and I think that formation that we're going to have, where it's two holding midfielders behind an attacking mid who can push up a little bit more, I think that suits Endom Belly so well. Endom, I would love to see it. Endom dig dig, Endom long schlong. Up the You already know the vibes. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, man. It'll be interesting to see what happens over the next few weeks. Hopefully, he stays and everything's uh, all Gucci there, and hopefully, we sign a backup striker sometime soon. That'd also mm-hmm. be nice. But uh, any final thoughts, my friend? Up Last the lads. Up Come the lads. Spurs. Yes, sir. Let's get this fucking one point on Sunday, boy. <laughs> at least. At least one. <laughs> at least one. Thank you guys so much for listening to another edition of the United Spurs of America podcast. As always, please follow us on Spotify, Twitter, and YouTube. Um, if you're interested in joining our Patreon, give us a follow there. Give us some dough. We would appreciate it. Um, um, love the engagement on social media lately. Jacob, you've been killing it on there, on, on Twitter as well. Um, if you have any questions or comments that you'd like us to go over on the pod, please let us know, and uh, we'll be happy to answer them. We're, we're all good with the engagement. We're, uh, we're digging it, so keep it slight, up. Slight little, uh, you know, I don't want to call it foreshadowing. I just want to say, like, little thing coming up. There are some things... Um, that we have brewing coming up. So our YouTube is actually our lowest performing uh, platform at this moment. So there's actually some things, um, some people we, we might be partnering with here in the future. I don't want to speak too much on it and it fall through like a fucking Tottenham Hotspur deal. But um, yeah, we're looking to do some more on YouTube. Um, 
have some more information as soon as we got it, of course. But yeah, you know, we're just trying to grow and continue spreading the love and connecting with fan groups all across. And it's just a lot of fun, man. Love Tana Mosper, love positive vibes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Until then, for Jacob, I'm Michael. Come on, you spur.